Hey everybody, Jibs here from the show. We just want to give you a quick reminder. This is the Twitch Tavern episode. That means it's an after dark show. And if you don't know what that means, well, it's adult oriented. So if you've got little ones in the room, you know, give them some earmuffs. And if you can't afford earmuffs or you don't have any, you know, throw some headphones on them. That being said, Unless you have one of these. That too, what he said. Welcome to the show. Let's get started. Last week on Lore Seekers. My friends, lore lesson number 68, we are covering the Dragon Guard tonight. Because you went I, real I, silent I want after the that name statement. of it. Normally you never I, shut up. No. <laughs> oh my. A thousand middle fingers are stabbing <laughs> you in your eye right now. Yes, I know what sticking to keto looks like. Hey, you know what else being a man looks like? It's called having a beard. Why don't you think about one? All right, so ladies and gentlemen, here we <laughs> I love it how he moves on. It's like his subtle way of muting me so that I can't even <laughs> say anything. Greetings, travelers. Welcome to the Law Seekers podcast. Grab an ale and join our two adventurers as they share their tales of misadventure in the land of Tamriel. Here they are at their usual table. Jibs and cash. I... Are you... Are, are you... Hmm. I brought my own. You you brought your own or are you peeing in a cup? No, that's not peeing in a cup. That's whiskey and a, a glass of magic. I don't think that was magic. Uh, something hit my leg there, bud. You, uh... We're literally live on Twitch. I'm pretty sure if I was pissing into a cup, everybody would have seen it. Well, you know, <laughs> there's been some crazy things that's happened on Twitch. So, you know, I'm and not... And we, we would have no subs left. I'm just... <laughs> be like, I am out. We totally saw what his What can wiener. I get you, boy? <laughs> hey, darling. Good gracious. That dark elf looks better every day. And... I know, because she's my wife. I married the barmaid, in case you didn't know. Uh, all right, so uh, I'll take an ale. Give me an ale. Something full of carbs. Something that's going to make him offended. You're so disrespectful. Ma'am, I would like a whiskey. Thank <laughs> you. Coming right up. <laughs> oh, thank you, dear. No, seriously, I really did marry the barmaid. I don't know if you know that, but that's... that's Behind the curtain, that's my wife. <laughs> I actually knew this. Oh, did you? Well, aren't you... Do you do you want to get introductions out of the way? Do you want to get the f bomb out of the way? Because this is this is the this is the after dark, babe. This is the this is the Twitch Tavern mm. episode. I actually I, I'm gonna let you go first, but I have been in veteran maelstrom all week long. Oh, so you yes, got, I may or may not have a few f words. You've got a lot of pent up rage. Yeah, you're ready to rock and roll, aren't you? You go ahead and go. You good, go. Good gracious, no, I, I'm not ready. It's got to flow. If it's gonna happen, it's got to flow. It's got to make sense. You know. Ooh. You, I don't know, I'm going to choose my words, because what if this is somebody's first show that they watch? Okay, well, maybe we should do this. Before we do anything else, first off, everyone listening, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, let's just do introductions now. Yeah, welcome. This is Lore Seekers Podcast. This is Volume 5, Episode 5. Or, actually, this is Volume 5, but the Twitch Tavern, like, number 2. Like, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to number this, but anyway... <laughs> So these are unique 
are different kind of episodes. This isn't normal, okay? This is an After Dark episode. That means you're going to hear cursing, all kinds of other good things. Uh, this is for the adults. This is for Dad. This is for Mom and Pops, all right? And uh, what we do in these episodes is we field your questions. We asked you on Twitter to put together all kinds of questions for us. And, um... Oh, you're typing in chat. Okay. All right. <laughs> you just I know. keep going. Just I, pay well, no attention you to know, the man You know the how I am. I'm like Ron Burgundy. You type something, I'm going to read it. I literally will read it. I, this it's not is by for choice. me. Okay. That's, to remember something. That's for you because you're old. So anyway, with uh, the Twitch Tavern episodes, we field your questions. And that being said, we are streaming live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Podcast. And for everybody here... If you, there's something that you want to add in while we're doing this, please type the word question followed by your question. That way I can it'll catch my eye because I'm going to be fielding chat while we do this. I'll be looking for that format. I appreciate it. So Sweet. That means I don't have to do it. That being said, <laughs> welcome to the show. We're your hosts. So happy to be here. We missed your face. My name's Jibs, and I'm joined by... Oh, I got to do something new and creative. You said new and creative. Uh, White Thunder from SoCal. <laughs> Joined by White Thunder. Are you making a reference to the fact that my head is shiny? Because that is bullshit. <laughs> it really, it's it's very shiny. Well, you actually got your shave today. I, I didn't get mine done in time. Air a day. Air a day, bro. Air a day. That is Dollar Shave Club to the Why max. Why don't we have a sponsor yet with that? I thought you were setting that up. I thought that was a thing. Uh, I may or may have not dropped said ball. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Look, dude, I've been busy, okay? I've, I've been in Maelstrom. <laughs> Maelstrom. I've been super so, busy. So tell me about Maelstrom. How's that been going? Um, okay. So you know how sometimes when we talk about the events that are going on, it's like, oh, I have event burnout. There's yeah. too much. Too yeah. much. Zenimax is just too much. Yeah. There's too much effing VMA going on right now, and I... Okay. I'm going to talk about it again throughout Flip the show, because, because it is a topic that's been on my mind, like, for sure. Yeah. Let me get this out of the way. I've made it through Maelstrom three times throughout the week. The first time I ever went through Maelstrom, which was several months ago, I got through, and we're talking veteran Maelstrom Arena. If you don't know what it is... It is the hardest single-player content that there is in the game. Yeah. There is a normal version of Maelstrom, which is actually, at this point, really freaking fun. But the reason you go to Veteran Maelstrom Arena is because there are very specific weapons you can get out of completing Veteran Maelstrom that are basically end-game weapons. They are incredible they're a goal of everybody should be a goal of everybody to get a maelstrom weapon for your build yeah so that's why people go to veteran maelstrom now it's several different arenas four to five rounds per actually it's five to six rounds per arena i think the last one is six rounds Mm, okay um incredibly challenging incredibly challenging it's very predictable so you can pattern it and practice it and anticipate what's going to happen next. But in the meanwhile, you are going to die. A fucking <laughs> lot. Okay, you are going to die 
a lot. Yeah. And um, I have got the first time that I've made it through, it took me three days to make it through on my pet sork. Ugh. The first time I went through this time around, which is probably four or five months later, yeah. I got through the first, my first one in eight hours. Wow. Now I have it down to about three hours. Wow. It can certainly get better, but I have it down to about three hours. I still die a lot. I'm not going for the flawless, which is not dying at all, which to me is freaking psycho. I just don't think that'll ever happen. But I have gone from hating Maelstrom and not wanting to go back to I'm really kind of enjoying it at this point. It's super frustrating at times. Yeah. Um, I had a full on, I told you, Jibs, I had a full on freaking private meltdown the other night by myself. <laughs> I was at work. <laughs> I was at work playing. I had a full-on over forty-year-old male tantrum, and I I, I I roped it all back in, and I just logged off for the night and said I cannot do this. It was on the very last level. I think I was just freaking tired. I was working a ton. Yeah. I came back the next morning, three four runs. I passed it. Well. So, yeah, I still haven't gotten my damn lightning staff, by the way. I've gotten every single other piece of armor or piece of weapons that you can get in there, <laughs> but I've not gotten my freaking lightning staff, and I'm st- I'm going to continue until this event is over and beyond, and by that time, I think I, I should probably be pretty decent at Veteran Maelstrom. And so I'm having a really good time with it. Well, good. I'm glad you are enjoying it. Well... And we're going to get you in there. Yes, we are, because I made a tune. Um, I wanted to do something different. Last time I tried it on a Magicka character, it just wasn't my thing. I just didn't really enjoy the way it felt. And, uh, you know, full uh, shout-out to Dots Gaming. We had on the show a while back. Uh, one of his builds, um, the Noxious no- Noxious build, uh, is Templar build. I'm doing that. I'm going to add Werewolf in there with it and have some fun. Did you say Templar? Yeah. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Dragonite. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dragonite. And um, so anyway, I'm doing that. I've never really... I made one tune straight from Maelstrom that was a... I don't even remember what he was, but it didn't go well, and I never tried it again since, and so I think I probably should for the sake of the show. <laughs> so I'm yeah. going to be diving back in. I think so, you need I'm to. Excited. And you have... You got a ton of help, dude. A ton oh, yeah. of help. And I actually Absolutely. want to farm some of these questions that we're getting in chat and and, and make mention of something. Um, Smirk had a question about whether or not you can get still get the weapons and do it on normal. And the answer to that is no. You don't get weapons unless you do it on vet. But you do get different armor sets. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't particularly think these are endgame armor sets, but they're decent sets. They're usually, you know, um, I think they're... Blue, blue sets on normal. Blue, yeah. Green or blue sets on normal. Um, the other thing I'm seeing in chat is this. I'm seeing people say, vet, really? I'm out. I, I'll never be able to do it. And I would just like to encourage you to just take your time with this game. Because I would have said the same exact thing when I started. Yeah. And when I was newer at this game. And would I ever thought that I could get in there and complete endgame content like this solo? No. 
But with the right build and with a bit of skill and working at it, it is so doable. So don't drop yourself out of it just because you feel that you can't do it. There you go. There's your pep talk. Now get in there. Yep. Get in there. Get her. Do get her. It. Get her done. You know. I mean. I've been looking for you. Of course you're. Up. Got something I'm supposed to deliver. Your hands only. Why are you wearing heels? Oh, he ran off in a hurry. He knew Not before something. he flipped you off. Did you see he, that? He turned. He did the whole like suave and turn, flip the finger. <laughs> hips were shaking back and forth. He flat out smacked your face. Yeah, it kind of did. Kind of left me a pile of messages here as well. Uh, well, before we get to this stuff, all your questions that you've been sending us, uh, we should kind of get you caught up. So if you missed last week's episode, we answered your fan mail, talked about the Orsinium Celebration event, new details in the upcoming dungeon layer of Marcelock. Talk to Elsewhere soundtrack, dungeon lore, and uh, lore lesson on the Dragon Guard, which, by the way, that was a great lore lesson. Thank you. And you know what's funny? It's funny that you mentioned that because I got more comments about the Dragon Guard lore lesson. And I was not expecting that people were going to like that lore lesson that much. And it really hit pretty hard with a lot of people. They're like, this one was a really good one. And I, I just gave me that feeling. Well, you know what? Thank That's you. awesome. You deserve it, man. You put a lot I'm of work stoked. into those. <laughs> That's I awesome. was so stoked to get to see those messages that people really dig the lore lesson and that they make it that far in the show, for Christ's sake. I mean, that's, you know, hearing Cash that long already and then listening to him even more. Oh, he stole my comment. That's just a nut shot right there. It's nice to know that we're on the same page, though, when thinking that we have equal insults for each other, but you had <laughs> just happened to get there first, so. Bazinga! <laughs> I'll let this one slide. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> so yeah, um, qu- uh, question. Oh, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, all right. So anyway, this week on the show, we know we kind of talked about it earlier, but this is an episode that's totally made up of your content, of your questions, and we're grabbing. We 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 have fielded the questions, and we're going to keep fielding questions coming from chat here. I'm gonna keep my eyes over on chat. Maybe Cash, you can help me. But uh, no, no. no. Not, not at all. No. I can't walk and chew gum, dude. You know, I'm not gonna. Uh, you know, I, I know you kind of have these weird nervous ticks that you do too. Yeah, that and you, you shit. You, well, never mind. I Hold don't on. shit my pants. Why do you say that <laughs> week say after week? Pants. You say that I shit my pants. I am a grown man. I have bowel <laughs> control. <laughs> my buttholes watertight. Okay. Let's gonna talk about what I look. <laughs> I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not doing that to you on the air. We'll keep moving on. All right. So anyway, uh, before we get I'm started. I'm upset. <laughs> I'm upset now. I'm hurt. And I'm upset. Oh, he does have nervous tics, though. He has two that I can name <laughs> right off the cuff. That being said, uh, if you want to get something for free on the show, we're all about giving you free stuff. And here's how you do it. You go to audibletrial.com forward slash Laura Seekers. You sign up for a free 30-day free trial keep your service going or cancel it it's totally up to you <laughs> uh you get one free audiobook and two audible originals there's one i'm getting ready to start and if you want to start the the book with me you can it's called finder it's by suzanne palmer there's a quick summary here quote fergus ferguson has been called a lot of names thief con artist repo man 
but he prefers the term finder. His latest job should be simple. Find the spacecraft Venetia's sword and steal it back from Aram Gilger, an ex-noble turned power-hungry trade boss. He'll slip in, decode the ship's compromised AI security, and get out of town, sword in hand. It's sci-fi. I'm going to be checking it out. You can check it out with me, audibletrial.com forward slash lore seekers. Now, would you like to share with me why you just about melted your face from laughing so hard? I do. Okay. I just need to find it in chat. Uh, Miss Von Jamestein said, Guys, we have all shit our pants. And that set me off. <laughs> because, because there is an air of truth to that. Um, now, for, for me, I mean, I shit my pants all the time when I was a baby. For Jibs, it was this morning. I couldn't help it. Uh, I got excited. Yeah. I don't have you any sneezed. more of that. That's that's all there's. <laughs> you sneezed and <gasps> that's what happened. That was poop. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, do you want to take the? Uh, I guess I'll just I'll open it up here and we'll just go because these episodes it's really it's conversational. All right. Yeah. We're just gonna flow. We're just gonna flow. We're just gonna see yeah. where this goes. This could go off in a tangent. This could be, you know, something of the ages. <laughs> it's it, dude. It's us. It is definitely going to go off on a tangent. There will be tangents, and it will be off the rails within 30 seconds, I guarantee it. You know why? Because it's not so strict of an episode. Like, normally, we it, maybe I should share one of our show notes sometime. We have a thing that we follow, we go through, but this is just, there is there will be no editing of this. It's off the cuff, and, and this is one of the times where we're, we're watching chat very closely, because most of the time, oh, yeah. we're following... Uh, basically notes that we try to stick to because the end result of our Twitch streams are this is going to be audio content for our show. But tonight is different. Tonight we're watching chat, we're interacting with chat, and we're we're being dumbasses. Yeah, speaking of, Oswampio says, flow like a bowel movement. So there's that. Like the progressive insurance flow? No, I mean, I'm sure... Flow on progressive has bowel movements, but you know, I just mean like flowing out of a rectum. Yes, flow. out of a oh rectum. Oh my god! <laughs> All right. I get enough so, of that in my line of work. I don't need. I don't need poo hands. Me too. Here. Me too. It's amazing how healthcare <laughs> does that to you. All right. So anyway, uh, this first one's coming to us from uh, chat. We're officially opening questions if, again. If you want something, something for us, please type the word question. I don't care if you do it in all caps. I don't care what you do, but just follow up with something so I can field through chat. I would greatly appreciate it. So, Androx32, Discord community member over at Lore Seekers. Grab a towel and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You can read my face, dude. French Matt, you stop that. Besides the social interaction, what is the one thing... It keeps bringing you back to ESO above anything else. In a true cash fashion, he wrote his answer down because he'll forget. So you go ahead. Yeah, because I have the, I have the Alzheimer's, the young Alzheimer's. <laughs> you don't you stop it. <laughs> um, do I have to pick one? Because I have two. 
force it, force, force the pick the one that means the most out of those. No, two. I'm going to tell the two just because you told me to pick one. All right. Uh, the first one, obviously, is lore. It's lore, and I think I have alluded to this in a very recent episode when I said that I believe for me, Elder Scrolls lore is approaching approaching i said is approaching my love for star wars lore and that is a tall motherfucking order that it's a tall order that's saying a lot it's saying a ton and here's why maybe two three years ago i listened to i'm not a huge reader i'm a big listener because of driving and all that stuff. And, uh, just, you know, whatever. If I'm working out or whatever, I throw on my headphones and I listen to an audiobook. I listen to the two, the only two, and this will be another side story, Elder Scrolls novels that are out there. They were good, but hard to follow. Fast forward a year and a half, Jibs and I have been writing, absorbing, learning, presenting lore to our friends. And you don't realize how much you learn about lore until you learn the freaking lore. Yeah. And I just started listening to the first book again. And I'll I'll find the name of it for you. Um it's incredible how much I understand. And they're making references to the Empire. And they're making references to all kinds of things in Merkmire. They're making references to uh, Daedric events. They're making references to Mundus and, and how it was formed. And I am just like clicking along with the whole thing. I'm going, this is a freaking amazing book <laughs> because I understand the lore now so for me to say that right off the bat may seem a little bit obvious that besides the social interaction the one thing that keeps me coming back to ESO is lore because the fact that social interaction was removed from my choices I can't use that one because it would hands down 150% be community for sure Mm. best community I've ever been a part of in gaming I am so in love with you guys. It is borderline creepy how in love I am with you. Like hips in hug. Like I'm hugging you. I'm holding the back of your head and I'm rubbing one of your earlobes. That's how fucking creepy it is. Slowly with the left My hand. love for you. It's on a beach. It's an evening. It's very warm. But now I got to give you my real answer. <laughs> this is where Jibs smiles because I am definitely freaking long winded. Okay. My real true answer, aside from the obvious one and besides from the community one that I can't use. Elder Scrolls Online has endless content. I don't know anybody in this game who is 100%ed everything. Good luck. Good luck. There's an incredible amount of content in this game, and every single time I murder and start a new character, and even when I get stuck on a character, I'm like, I just, I love this character, and I start with him, I feel overwhelmed every single day 
because I'm constantly squirrel, 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 one direction or the other, which is where I'm at right now. Like I want to play through the Orsinium storyline again, and I am in Maelstrom. I'm like, that is my shtick right now. So there's so much going on. There is no time to get bored of this game. So with a foundation of love for the lore yeah. and with an incredible community in which to play this game, endless content makes me never bored ever. And here's right. the fun fact. When I do get bored or when I don't have access to ESO, I'm fucking playing Skyrim <laughs> for more lore. <laughs> so that is the novel of an answer I have for that one particular question. Jibs. Are you done? I mean... F you. <laughs> I gave a good, solid answer, and that came straight from mi corazón. <laughs> so F you. <laughs> oh, did you hear that sass? Did you hear it? That's how we greet each other in the mornings whenever we talk. <laughs> we don't uh. talk in the morning. Actually, <laughs> dude, <laughs> I gotta tell these stories. Oh, okay, go ahead. Here's another fun fact about Jibs and I. When I leave for work in the morning, it is usually around five fifteen my time. I don't have to be at work till seven thirty, but I leave like five fifteen my time because I like to get to work early, skip the traffic, get in the gym, do my thing. Jibs is often, very fucking often, the first person I speak to. Every single morning. I. Because because ba- baby girl's asleep. She's like, she is out. She's in dream world. She's, she is out. Yeah. So most of the time I just, you know, I'm out, kiss my wife and I'm gone. She never even wakes up. Jibs is literally the first human being pretty much every morning. I'm on my way to work that I talk to because I call me. He goes, dude, what are you doing up? I'm like, I'm driving to work guy. So there's that. It's such a bromance. It's so yeah, stupid. See, that's that well that's the benefit of, you know, me being three hours ahead of you is I'm already starting my day, I'm out, I'm driving. They're FaceTiming yeah. in these sheets. Really? French Matt, Matt, that is really? your second strike tonight. Really, Matt? Really? Androx says, salute to you, Cash, for the answer. <laughs> Thank you, Androx. But uh no, yeah. It's funny because I'm on the road and I see uh oh, I can't say your real name here. Uh Cash is calling me. Well, hot diggity dog. No, not right now. Stop looking at I your did, phone. I looked at my phone like, the fuck? <laughs> I'm <laughs> such an idiot, dude. But uh, going back to my answer, mine will be short. Uh, the lore is a given. I mean, you know, lore seekers. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's a given for me. But uh, what keeps me coming back is the experience. Hands down, the experience. Because... These dungeons are awesome. Content like the battlegrounds, awesome. Maelstrom, frustratingly awesome. You know, it's just the it's the it's the total package for me. So that's why I keep coming no, back. No God, no God, please no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, oh sorry, not... did I interrupt you? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did I interrupt you when you were giving two novels worth? You wrote a trilogy. <laughs> you wrote a effing trilogy. You told me I could drink tonight. 
I did. This is what happens when Cash is on whiskey and unhinged and in an After Dark episode. That being said, no. The, uh, well, if I could pick something, like what brought me here, like whatever, you know, like Cash and I are polar opposites. You know, we are huge Star Wars nuts, huge fans of the wars. And Cash is very Jedi. I am, I love Sith, everything Sith. And I love everything that's dark in these games, anything that's ominous, evil. So when I think of the Dark Brotherhood, when I went in, first thing I did when I came back to ESO two weeks before we started this show was Dark Brotherhood questline. That's my very first screenshot of my Dark Elf, Jibs the Lore Seeker, decked out in Dark Brotherhood armor. Like, that was my thing. And that's what got me, you know, excited was getting into that questline. And so that's it for me. You know, my answer was pretty short. I felt like I, I answered it pretty appropriately and left room for the other guy. So. Hail Sithis. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah, there's that. Like, I, I, I you know, I don't really. Th- th- you go back to content, and seriously, though, like, where is there an MMO? Name one that has dungeons like this. Name one that has content like this and has consistent content like this. Name one. Show me. There's none. Black Desert Online. There's I no totally just lied because they, they, <laughs> they don't do that shit. They don't, they don't believe in that. They just now started it, filling the lore up. Oh, my God. I know I've talked about that lore, the lore in that game on this yeah. podcast before. It was like I was fooling myself because I liked the gameplay in Black Desert Online, but it was like you... It was like unlocking the the freaking map to the Holy Grail trying to find lore in that game. Oh, yeah. Uh, dude, it, it was impossible. Uh, it, it is shit. It is absolute shit. See, I don't care about those devs. It's absolute shit. <laughs> <laughs> so there's It's rough. That. It's rough. Let me tell you. It was beautiful, though, visual-wise. I remember that. That was... Definitely, but that was, I just... Man, that was I just, pretty awesome. I, I think what I liked about that game was the, was the visuals and the the skills that was that were required, like to take down one of those giants or something like that. That was pretty cool. Oh um, yeah, but yeah. man, I just that was fun. I found my game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. content. <laughs> uh, let's feel one from chat here. So we got Max Playground says, "Any advice for newer players?" Oh my God, Max, that is. Question. That's a loaded question. I'll go first because Ding Dong will have to think about it. He'll have to narrow it down about five different times, and he'll write it down actually in show notes. I'm waiting for it to start the the cursor to start moving with letters. Such <laughs> attic. You want me to tell you what his nervous ticks are? I got two. Don't make me name them. All right. I'm That'd actually be- I'm actually interested. You do this thing with your nose when you. <laughs> And you do it more than I think you realize. Like, you're inhaling air, but you do the whole, like, and your nostrils are, like, up in your eye sockets when you do that. People need oxygen. But you do it irregularly. Like, who needs that much oxygen? I have one big lung. That's what (laughs) athletes have. Okay? I mean, like, who does that? uh... And then you do this other one? You did this a lot, (laughs) Sanford. You did this so much different. In fact, I called you out on it. <laughs> oh my god! And you're like, you should, why are you looking? <laughs> we'll what walking, the fuck is it? 
I'll be, we'll be walking down the street. We were literally walking down the street. I shit you not. On our way to a burger joint, which, by the way, that was awesome. That was a fun time. Don't you sway it. And uh, <laughs> Out with it. I look over at Cash and I notice his shirt's moving. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, <laughs> you're talking about my titty bounce. <laughs> are you talking about my titty bounce? Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I bounce my titties a lot. <laughs> I look over at Cash and his boobs are just going up and down like crazy. Like, ah, what are is... you doing? It's a nervous tick. <laughs> yep. Oh. Sorry. It happens so often. I'm like, and then by the end of the trip, I'm like, oh, he's, he's moving his boobs again. All right, there he goes. He's doing his thing. Eh. Oh. Imagine being married to me. My <laughs> <laughs> wife right. does the same thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guy. Oh, oh man. Oh, I've been waiting to get that out. All right. That's some good shit right there, honestly. So. <laughs> I, I, I have learned two new things about myself that I kind of knew, uh, but now they're pretty apparent. Yeah, that's two things you do. I mean, that's you. That's my bro. People that's go to it. therapy for that kind of shit, dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> advice for a newer player. That is very much a loaded question. I would just say... um. You are going to get visited after you do the tutorial. And I'm going to start here. I'm not going to say go to Dolman's, go to this city. No. You are going to get visit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fix that, please. I can't do this. Fix <laughs> Put your camera back up. No one needs to see that. <laughs> they wanted to see my tits bounce. So. <laughs> There you go. I would say just take off. I'm moving the window over. I can't left, stare right, at that Left, right, double, double. Left, right, double, double. Oh, my. <laughs> the windows need to be adjusted. I need to fix it there. Oh, much better now. All right. Okay, we're done. We're all done with that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, fault. just take off in a direction, and you are going to get visited by what appears to be, I believe, a dark elf or a Breton of some form that comes through a portal. That is the main storyline. Just go with it. Just just go. You will you will pick up other things along the way. Just enjoy the main story. And that's all I have to say about that. Level 10, uh, you get to do Dungeons and Battlegrounds. And, and make sure you sign up for Lore Seekers because that's the premier guild in Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, it's a fun guild. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, we are. Uh, and so here's the other thing about new players. If I am going to give you any advice at all, it is take your time. Enjoy the game. And the reason that I say that is because we've had a massive influx of people from other games that are very competitive games. And they just want to get to max level as fast as possible. I think that's a mistake in some respects. I get what you want to do because a lot of people, most people are experiencing the end game content and you get in chat and you hear everybody having a good time and you want to be part of that. Totally get that. But you're missing so much and it's not just the lore that you're missing and the stories that you're missing. It is learning your character and learning your class and learning the intricacies of that particular class. That is why I say 
take your time go through as much hard content as you can as a single player but don't stay away and we're going to allude to this here in a little bit but don't feel that you have to stay away from group content at lower levels because you absolutely do not it's the best training ground for you to start learning the stuff for the end game in elder scrolls online second thing i'll say about new players is find a good guild that is very friendly to newer players does it have to be lore seekers no no are we proud of what we have for new players at lore seekers hell yeah yes hell yeah and i will say it is going to get better as i've been thinking about and designing a a program or certain nights where we're going to do things specifically to assist our, our uh, younger players in the game. Yep. So, um, yeah. Talking about that for a while. And, and we have been talking about it for a while. We've just, yeah. we've gotten very, very busy and haven't been able to focus on it, but I think that's going to be coming around here pretty quick. So if you're a newer player, then you can expect that if you're part of our community, but there are tons of communities out there that cater to, to newer players. Um, the Rangers Guild is one of them. They're a really, really good guild. And I think, I think Coco Michelle's in the Rangers Guild. Yeah, she's. I believe she's uh, one of the ones heading it up right now. Yes, yes. Uh, don't sure. quote me on that because you know I don't know their what's going on. But right, yeah, right. We don't know the their guild structure, but I think uh, the Rangers Guild is like that's their whole shtick is they um they cater to younger players. Um, Kyle Dempster's Guild is the same way. They cater to to younger to newer players, yep. and we're the same way. Yep. So there's Pick tons of guilds out there that are like that. Pick your one that you like, jump in with us, absolutely, and have a good time. Yeah, get in game, have fun. That's what it's about. That being said, you can put your app over at loreseekerspodcast.com for slash guild. All right, so <laughs> that's right. We'll let you right in. <laughs> oh my god, we suck. Oh, this is fun. All right. Man, we don't do this enough. Gosh, this is fun. If this is vomit for your ear holes, we really should. If this is vomit for your ear holes, I'm not sorry. Welcome to the Twitch Tavern. It's been a while. It's been seven, eight, eight months. Yeah. I know. That is a lot of... I can't believe it's really been that ...of male sexual frustration built up for you to have to just blurt out right now. (laughs) That being said, here's another question. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at Mrs. Von James Stein on Twitter asks if you could get anything Elder Scrolls related tattooed on yourself what would it be? I love this question for example I would get the mo- the mace of Molag Ball tattooed on my inner forearm you want to go Damn. ahead? Damn why don't you go ahead okay this is a really good question for both uh, the Jibs and I because we are both tattooed and um so i've had some work restrictions on my tattoos so i have a very big back piece and i have both my shoulder caps done however because of the times things are a change in so um you know and i work for a public safety agency so they for a long long time the old school thought was no they don't want any uh tattoos that are visible to the public that's a change in so um i'm pretty sure that within the next 
several months, I am going to start working on finishing at least one of my sleeves and then probably moving to the next sleeve. Now, what would I like to get? I'm pretty sure that I want to get something that is high fantasy. Now, that's not just going to encompass Elder Scrolls. It's probably going to be pretty Elder Scrollsy. Um, but it's also going to encompass maybe some of the sci-fi stuff that I like too. So, I am thinking on one arm, I want to get a gnarly, grizzled-looking lightning mage with his gnarly fingers like mine. With a bunch of lightning coming out of it, just super sinister and dark, with dark eyes and a, you know, a cloak over his over his face, and just some just a really cool, dark looking wizard, a boy, on my arm, um, on one side. Now I was thinking the other side I might do something kind of Star Warsy, and then the other arm I might go something career wise, kind of public safety wise. Not sure where I'm headed with that. But, yeah, I'm definitely going to do the gaming one first. And maybe with some Daedric script in there, I don't know what it's going to say. Maybe it'll say, like, uh, Feel free I to don't know. mention my name. Jibs collects lawn okay. animals, something yeah, like just that. Just get it out. I know you want it. Yep. I did. You dick. And I did. <laughs> so there's that. Oh. Oh, my God. What? Left, right, you did that. Do you want to tell the viewers, the listeners, because they have no idea what just happened? Thank you, Sequoia Forest. Holy shit, I need to watch this now. They made a clip. There we go. Uh, Left, your right, kid. double, double. Your, your boobies dancing. <laughs> Welcome, Lore Seekers, ladies and gentlemen. This <laughs> is the shit I put that up with so every week. <laughs> Oh, good gracious. Oh, my God. Well played, ma'am. Well played. You did good. Oh, my God. You did You did real good. All right, so I'm leaning towards a Stuga tramp stamp. Just wanted oh, to... my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a great freaking idea. I just could not go through with it. That's like getting a Stevo tattoo. That's an awful idea. That's an amazing idea. <laughs> she would say, "Do you know how long I've been looking for you?" Oh my god, dude! Oh my god! You know the the only shitty thing about that jibs <laughs> is you're gonna have to cover up your uh, your Miami Beach uh, your Miami Beach spring break tattoo. That's that's now tattooed right over your ass crack. I don't. What Miami tattoo? I don't remember. That. Hey, no, no. <laughs> in the whole series, no. Uh, I would think. I would think. I would want to do this. Um, probably something to commemorate the time of lore seekers in Elder Scrolls. <sighs> I would probably get the whole experience that we've had here and everyone we've met. met. Um, probably the uh, part of our logo, um, or eventually our storyline. Everyone actually watching the reliquary as a blood. It's a it's an eye uh, with a drop of blood, and I'd like to get that somewhere. I don't know where, but I want it incorporated as a time from this right here. What this is, 
you and I talking. Dude. And it's having a good time. I pledge to you right now that if you are serious about doing that, I... April, I'm not going to cry. Damn it, April. <laughs> I'm not going to cry. Damn it, Bobby. All right, I might cry. Fuck. If you pledge to do that, I will also get something lore seekery relic reliquary ish. Yeah. All right. Incorporated well, into what I want to do. On what do you think our about that? Forehead, according to chat. No, definitely not that. That would mean I'm fired. <laughs> which would mean a lack of funds, which would mean no more podcasting. Which would mean no more podcasts. There you go. Yeah, but uh, no, I'm thinking of something like that. Uh, but as far as something that's established, lore and um, Elder Scrolls, probably I do know I want Daedric script and, and uh, Dwemer, um, some kind of designs at some point. Um, maybe part of the decorative part of the sleeve I'm going to be working on. But anyway, so yeah, there's that. Uh, do we have any more from chat? Do I? Say, uh, Damn, that's a good idea. You got my. I'm rolling. I'm so excited that my tits are bouncing. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, well, they do that often. All right, so Baruka from Discord, <laughs> Lord Secret Discord, put in a question. Says, hey, guys, for someone who's not social, grouping up is freaking scary. I see people asking in guilt chat, and I don't even know what all the words mean. Here's the long version. I'm almost done maxing out my skills and morphs, but I still have ways to go in some skill lines, so I can't yet do the skill rotations I see online. I have a, I have nightmares of being extra terrible in a group of much more experienced players. No one wants to be, to be a drag and waste everyone's time. So with a fresh set of crafted gear and incomplete skills, where do I start? How do I avoid jumping in over my head or wasting other people's time? How much s sustained DPS is required to start grouping and not be a drag? I hear 30 to 35k, but I'm nowhere near that now. Is 8 to 10k DPS enough to start and not be the ass of the group? Cash, I know you got an answer. Go. I do. I'm seeing all kinds of triggers here that are, that are just making my heart cry. So, um, even if you're not social, totally get that. We have lots of people in, in Lore Seekers that are not social people in real life. But they're forcing themselves to get into chat. And then everybody's just kind of chit-chatting. And I think I think it, in some respects, we're bringing people out of their shell by doing that because we're a very, very welcoming guild. Now, again, I want to preface this by you don't have to join Lore Seekers. If you're this way, there's plenty, plenty of guilds out there that are welcoming to new players. Whether or not you have some social anxiety or whatever, that's totally fine. This is 2019, okay? People have a lot of stuff going on. We totally understand that. A lot of people don't like talking in a guild setting, which is totally fine. That does not negate the fact that you can't get help from folks. So I'm seeing a lot of triggers here with the things that you're saying. So you're having nightmares about being extra terrible, terrible in a group of much more experienced players. I can only speak for our guild, but I know there's others out there that are, that are similar. We don't give a shit about your level or about your skill Come on or in. how much you know about this game. What we want to do is show you this other content that it's available and teach you how to do it. Teach right. you how to maximize your character as best that we can. Now, 
all you got to do is ask. That's the hurdle that you have to get over, at least with our particular guild. I have never seen anybody request help that did not get it in our guild while I'm online. It's like, I, if somebody asks for help, if I don't get to them, somebody else got them first. That's just the culture that I think we're cultivating with our guild. And yes, there's other guilds out there that are just like that. And it's, it's fantastic. Some are not, but there are a lot that are. So let's talk about your, your DPS. First of all, you're not wasting anybody's time, at least not in Lore Seekers. We have no problem running you through, talking to, we'll even talk to you privately about your, your character and your build, the things that you need to be focusing on if you're a brand new player. And if you're looking for what level to start, the game allows you to get into group content, dungeon content at level 10. That's when you start. You're probably well past that. Don't worry about your DPS until you get to end game content. When, when I say end game content, I'm talking about trials. I'm talking about veteran dungeons. Some of the higher, um, some of the most recent uh, DLC dungeons that are out there can be a little bit more challenging even on normal. That's when you really want to start concerning yourself with making sure that your gear sets are right, um, making sure that you have um, a monster helm and a shoulder, a five-piece armor set, and then a, you know, two synergizing five-piece sets that kind of work with each other. That's what we can help you with. You don't necessarily have to go to a website to find a, a build and, and go that route. We have so much experience within our guilds and there's other guilds that are the same way that we can help you kind of figure out exactly what you want to do with your character and lead you in the right direction. Not only lead you in the right direction of these are the gear sets that you should go for, we'll help you run the dungeons to get them. So what I'm trying to say, Baruka, is do not be scared about this. All you have to do is ask. And the best disclaimer that we can see is, look, guys, I'm new at this. I need a little bit of help or I don't want to bring the group down, blah, blah, blah. And you will be showered with people going, we don't care. Let's do this. Let's teach you. That is the beauty of Elder Scrolls Online. And like I'm saying, this is not just the lore seekers. This is a majority of the people out there. Are you going to find your trolls? Yeah, you're going to find your dickhead trolls out there that all they want to do is speed run through a dungeon and they don't give a crap about you or your DPS. They're just, they're going to, they're going to bomb through because they're CP level a thousand and they can't. That's not the experience that you should be having. Experience you should be having is something that is inviting and something that is a learning environment and where there's plenty of willing teachers. So Baruch, I'm pretty sure you're already a member of our, of our guild. So it doesn't, it, for you, it really shouldn't matter. Just don't be timid about doing this. Jump right. in. We don't care about your 8,000 to 10,000 DPS. We nope. can help you get to where you want to go. Yeah. You want to know a secret? I don't even hit 30 or 35K. Oh, don't no. Don't worry about it. Right. Like, you no, know, you're totally right. It, it's a struggle I mean, to get there. Yeah. I mean, that's, 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 that's good DPS. That's a legit number. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, just hop in. That's it. Hop in. Ask. Um, I, I, you know, at, at this point, 
Um, I'm really kind of becoming somebody who likes to help and teach more than I get more joy out of that in a lot of ways, you know, especially when playing the game. And um, so if you ever, you know, you ever need anything, reach out, reach out. Yeah. And I'm already seeing a chat. People are already offering Miss Von Jamestein's already offering to craft things. There you go. That's what kind of that is why we have a shithead filter before you can get into our guild. That's why we don't recruit straight from in game. Because we want quality people who are going to do things like this. Yeah. And that's yeah, the that's exactly. the difference between us and maybe some other guilds that are out there that are just like, we just, we want, we want quantity. Give me numbers. We don't care about quality. I want numbers. I don't care if we had five freaking people in our guild. I want those five people to be rock fucking solid people. Exactly. And if they're not, then they're not a part of Lore Seekers. And I don't, I don't know if you noticed, I don't care about air and dirty laundry. We have somebody that comes to Lore Seekers that's a freaking douchebag. You ever notice how they just disappear? They do not last because no. they get talked to. And yeah. sometimes people don't like getting talked to, Quickly. but you know what? You got to toe the freaking line when you're in our guild and be a good human being. And if you're not, go play somewhere else. So there's that. Truth. Right there. There's truths. Truths. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. Oh, Has that hiv acting up again? Sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> oh, I need a, I need a breath of life, please. Uh, all right. So uh, anyway, thank you so much, Perica, for the question. Uh, Hidebound, another Discord member. Having just rolled a new necro that I'd like to try healing on, what would be a reasonable starting level to queue up for dungeons or groups? Ten. Level ten. The moment you <laughs> unlock them. That's it. Because here, yeah. here's the deal. Like you can. You can wait all day long, but really, you're actually doing yourself a disservice because then you're starting, as you progress in levels, you're going to unlock harder dungeons with harder mechanics and harder content that you may not be ready for, or it may come as a surprise to you, especially being your first time grouping. So I would say this. As soon as you hit level 10, look, understand this. It's going to be a group experience, but just let them know this is my first time running this dungeon. And nine times out of ten, everyone's going to be great. If you're with Lore Seekers, they're all, they're always great about it. I have never seen a group that has ever caused any kind of fits in Lore Seekers. So that being said, uh, just let them know. First time, first time doing, uh, or especially let them know if you're doing the quest, and uh, just hop in, just get going, because that's the only way you're going to. It's kind of like a sink or swim kind of thing, you know, F- uh, fly or fall. So, you know, you're just going to get in there and learn it. And the best way to do it is to queue up. So queue up. You can do it. A man. There you go. Uh, the Elder Memes on Twitter asks... Elder Memes! Hey, buddy! Man hugs. Hips in. Man hugs. Yep. What is your favorite moment in Elder Scrolls? And I'm just going to sit back for the rest of the episode because Cash is going to take... Two volumes. You know, some of the shit you say is hurt. It's just flat out hurtful. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Last I checked, this was a talk show. <laughs> <laughs> there is no doubt that I like to talk, especially when you allow me, when you text me and tell me, you can drink tonight. Oh, okay. I, I have never ever He's texted that to you. I'll show him the text. Ever. 
I'll show him. Yo, <laughs> please do. Are you gonna? You gonna? You got an app that? No, we don't have time for that shit. We don't have time for that shit. Elder yeah, memes has asked a question. We should probably answer Elder <laughs> so memes. So full of shit. What is your favorite moment in Elder Scrolls, my friend, my brother? When I ignored Cash. <laughs> <laughs> and now. Go I ahead. Know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I have a couple. I have a couple now, and they're kind of on both sides of the spectrum. My very first one. Since we do a lot of murdering of characters and really trying to figure out what we like to play, I love character creation. Like a lot. So sitting in character creation, coming up with a name, thinking in the back of my mind, like, oh, I can come up with a backstory for this guy and write some journals on him. I love that aspect of the game. Making the character look exactly how I want the character to look. I love that aspect of the game. And I'm not lying to you, like the first 10 levels of the game, I am super in love with. And I'm really fucking good at it by, by this point. <laughs> really good at it nowadays. Because I prop, I would, let me think. In all the time I've played ESO, I bet you I have rolled 50 characters. Dude, I... It's an awful amount. I bet you it's 50. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Solid. Solidly at least 50 characters. Now, I am... Yeah. What am I down to? I think I'm down to like 11 characters right now. But I truly believe at this point that I have found the one that I love, which is my, my Magicka Templar. I think I love him a lot. He's really fun. So, okay. So there's that. Character yeah. creation. Here's the second favorite moment for me in Elder Scrolls and it might seem a little bit obscure but to me it is the pure elation and emotion that goes into this particular moment taking down Voriak Sulkin in the Theater of Despair which is the final boss on the final stage in Veteran Maelstrom Arena is my very favorite moment in Elder Scrolls now that transcends lore for me. So that should be some type of an indicator as to how emotional veteran Maelstrom can be. I mean, it's hard, you guys. Yeah. Don't laugh. All right. No, fuck why you, Jim. You flex, why don't you flex your boobs a little bit more? No. <laughs> the Maelstrom's hard. And fuck you, Finn. I mean, I'm serious. <laughs> just, just okay, jump what's your in. answer? Uh, all right, my answer. What's my favorite moment in Elder Scrolls? Well, he didn't say online. So, um, oh, well played, sir. Uh, so here is my favorite moment in Elder Scrolls because it... It... it oh, gosh. Okay. All right, I'm going to go here. The moment I left the Imperial City sewers and I stepped out into Tamriel in Elder Scrolls Oblivion and the whole world just opens up to you. That to me was, it just, I, it's one of those moments you just don't forget and you look around you, maybe, man, maybe we should do a stream of that, a playthrough of that again. Wow, that I would weep like a little kid. 
it you know just you step out of those sewers and you just see Tamriel for the first time and it's glory you know and at the time the graphics were like amazing you know and 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 the orc looked awesome that's what I was rolling at the time and uh, just the music and everything because I'm a big audio snob really really uh, really like, no like, seriously like you're yeah, an you audio know. snob well maybe you know maybe a little bit maybe how little. in the hell would we not know. That you're an audio freaking snoot. Maybe, maybe a little bit. Maybe you're but, a sound uh, altmer. I'm a sound altmer. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I most definitely am. 100. percent But um, you know, think about it. Like, if you go and play Elder Scrolls, any Elder Scrolls title, you take the sound all the way down. Does your experience not feel hollow? Does it not feel incomplete? That's what audio does for me, and that's why I'm such a believer in podcasting is and, and, and just audio because audio creates such an amazing experience, and when the right things are placed in the right areas, it can take a moment and make it into a memory, and that's why when I stepped out of the the the, the, the sewers, like an awesome memory, I saw your face, amazing memory. <laughs> it sounds like when a you fucking st- commercial, dude. What you st- <laughs> no. <laughs> You know, who's the guy who did that? Uh, Matthew McConaughey in a Lincoln. Buy a Lincoln today. Go from. He's doing this. With, he's getting rid of flick a booger. And go from, and go from a moment to a memory. Oh, my God. But seriously, that's what it does. That was cheesy as fuck, dude. It was. It's true, though. It takes from a moment to this amazing memory that now I can recall on all these years later. Okay. That, I'll give it that's to what you. It, that's what it does for me. That's what it does. Go by Lincoln. There's a moment in your life <laughs> when you exit the sewers and you don't know where life is going to take you. <laughs> are you going to go right? Cue the country towns. Or are you going to go left? And does it go right or does it go left? <laughs> or does it go straight and up? That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. But seriously, though, that's what it does for me. It's not. It's not a fleeting thing. It creates something for me that I can recall on and talk about. And that's why I love audio. And when I stepped out of the sewers, it was a special moment. I I can't I can't even you know seriously argue with that. And the reason being is because um, when you talk about favorite moments in Elder Scrolls. Every day, and this is probably going to sound super cheesy and nerdy, but I, I really don't give a shit. Um, I listen to some type of Elder Scrolls orchestration. Yeah. Every day. And whether it's, you know, just to calm my nerves or, and I'm really not that nervous of a person, but it, it really does help to like focus me if I'm getting ready to write lore or if I'm in the process of, of writing and researching lore, I have to have Elder Scrolls music going on. So when Jibs is leaving the sewers, that first moment where you break out into this new world and you have all these choices you can make, any direction you want, which is in true Elder Scrolls fashion, and you hear that music, it gets into your soul. And it sounds cheesy, but everybody in this chat and everybody that's listening to this show 
on release day understands what I'm saying because we're all gamers or we're all lore hounds or there's all a reason why we are attracted to the Elder Scrolls. That music, that moment, the time that they put into orchestrating that music and writing it and playing it and then inserting it into this game that means so much to us, it adds another layer. So I get what, I totally get what he's saying, even though I like to kick him in the nuts repeatedly over his comments. Fuck you. <gasps> Holy moly, you just took it to a whole other level. <laughs> there, I got Damn. my hip palm out of the way. I got my hip palm out of the way. Can we do it like a mid, can we do like a mid show disclaimer? This yeah. is an after dark show, my friends. We actually have lots of loves for each other. But we're just kind of, this is a release for us. So there's some R-rated language in this yeah, particular it's show. It's true. I'm actually trying to stop cursing, believe it or not. I had a moment the other day with my, my child. Kind You're of, full of shit. Yeah, well, okay. All right, so you anyway. Gotta, did you want to tell that story? Because I, I feel Is bad. that too deep? No, no that's is not that deep. Ma- Dude, half the ma- people in here are parents. You think, that's, you think it's too deep? Okay. All right, so I had this moment. I personally have no problem with cursing at all. I just don't. He's a uh, heathen. I am not. I'm yeah, a good you are. Man. I'm a small town southern. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. I had this moment. Have you ever had as a parent when someone does something to you and you get angry? Every when day. Some, when somebody does something that involves your child, there is. I had this for the first time, legitimately. For the first time in my in my child's life, you know, I mean, he's in school now, so this, you know, I've, I've done pretty good, and and life's been good, but uh, somebody muffed up badly, and I have never been so furious, so angry, down just to the like, you know, just your muscles are contracting, you're so angry beyond belief. Were your titties bouncing? They were bouncing all over the place. Perfect. I had to get a sports bra, so you know. <laughs> That's called moobs, dude. <laughs> you got to do some push-ups. Oh, excuse me, sir. I lost 30 pounds. Yes, you did. Go up yourself, San Diego. <laughs> Go up yourself, San Diego. So, that being said... It means a whale's vagina. <laughs> Agree to, to disagree. We have to watch that when I come over. We have to watch that. <laughs> and Tropic Thunder, because why not? Um, so, anyway, there was this moment, and I found the person who had effed up. And had made my son very upset. Oh. And I, and I told Tom, my son, I said, son, I need you to step away for a little bit. Daddy's going to say some things I don't want you to hear. And long story short, I didn't get to the person. I couldn't say it because my son was there. And he didn't leave. Later, I spoke to him and he goes, Dad, you know, I'm... This child is young, okay, but he's wise. And he said, Dad, I'm really, really glad you didn't say those things. He didn't care about what it affected him. He didn't care about what the the occasion was that was surrounded about. It was for his birthday. He cared about Dad's character, and he cared about what came out of Daddy's mouth. And so... That is why, outside this After Dark episode, the Chips will be doing my best foot forward of not 
dropping any curse words. I'm verklempt. Now you have spilkes so, in my connector, gazoink. Here's yeah, a topic. The Civil out of the War. Out the babes. You're right. The Civil War. Not civil, nor a war. <laughs> Disgust. <laughs> so, I don't mean to bring it down, but I'm just saying, like, that's why... That's why I do what I do. That being said, let's finish up with another question. Let's no, lighten I it up. No, I hug Thomas I, now. I told you. I told you it was. I I told you it was too heavy. It no, was heavy. it wasn't heavy. That's that's real life. I want to hug Thomas now. Yeah. Well, you know, got to get through me first. Come my on, dude. Are, it's not a creepy my, hug. My hips are in. My hips <sighs> are in. All right. So Artemis Holmes this is the final question. Final countdown. Discord member asks, how did the famed... Oh, my divine. How did the famed Cash and Jibs meet? Fame. I I don't know the origin story. We get asked this often. We do. Do you want to go? No, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you start. And then I'll tell everybody where you fucked it up. (laughs) So you go ahead and go. Reminds me of those uh, those YouTube videos. What was the guy's name? Um, I'll think of it when it's not important and I'm in the shower. All right. So anyway, uh, Cash and I met. All right. So let's retract to 2011, 10, 11. Star Wars The Old Republic was out. And there was a guild called The Old Republic Dads that I wanted to be a part of. I wasn't a dad at the at the time. But I wanted to join. Turns out this ding-dong was the GM at the time of, of, of me discovering this, this place. Fast forward, didn't end up joining because of that reason. And this ding-dong goes and makes a community, multi-gaming community, called Mognation. And at the time, Jibs was really, really dabbling with graphics and really... I was watching YouTube videos, just trying to push graphic uh, talent. And lo and behold, I joined this community somehow, some way. I honestly don't know how. But I remember seeing a post about, we need a new logo, so we're doing a competition. I will never forget the first message I sent you. I don't even know if you remember. It was on Engine, the uh, uh, gaming community platform. And I said, hey, I'm so-and-so, just joined. I'd really like to get involved and you know whatever and then you put back some kind of superficial you know super politi- political thing you know very wishy-washy that's what I do second guess my decision that's what I do <laughs> and um, uh, long story short got involved in leadership spent years uh, at Mog Nation and we you know eventually wrapped that up and uh, Cash and I did our very first podcast together at during this run with Mog, and that was Wildcast. Oh, dear. remember that? Remember that intro? God. Welcome to Wildcast. Yeah, yeah. The so, uh, the I only on Wildstar. Yeah, the only bad thing about that was that the game the game sucked. <laughs> had a firm hold of my left nut in its mouth. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, that yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, and uh, then we did the Level Up Morning Show together, which was general PC gaming, and fast forward even more years, we had a conversation last March. March? Yeah, March 22nd was our first episode. Dude, it was the March before that, homie. Oh, yeah, I guess it was. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we've been on the air now with Lore, with Lore Seekers for almost a year and a half. 
I kid you not, he and I had taken a year and a half off of casting. It was something that was always in my mind. Like, and we were talking earlier, you know, like if I'm not casting, I'm not, I'm not Jibs. I'm not 100%. He's a dick. I, I, I have, I'm, <laughs> I'm at my best when I'm busy, when I'm casting. <laughs> and so this had been stewing for a year and a half, wanting to cast. Randomly, we'd send messages. We hadn't really talked in six months or so with his, with his job stuff he was doing. We start talking. I shit you not, two weeks, I, I come back to the game. Our our phone calls became regular again. Uh, two weeks later, we had a show, and that was when Scale scale Caller uh, DLC, Chapter DLC dropped. Yeah, I don't think it was Scale Caller. Yeah, it was. You sure? Because the very, yeah, go back to the very first episode. It was Nick called Dragonbound, and it's a image of the scale caller dragon. I guess you're it was right. getting ready to launch. Yeah. For a second, I got yeah. kind of confused between scale caller and scale breaker, but you know, my I'm I'm in my forties, so that confusion is kind of normal. Yeah. Well, you know, happens the best of us. Yeah. So that, from my perspective, is the origin story. Now, what's yours? Do you have one? No, I mean you're. Yeah, you. Well, yeah, from your your perspective. So, like the very at the very start of the whole thing, he kind of had it right, kind of. So, at the time, I was um, I was running the Old Republic Dads, which was, I mean, for Christ's sake, it's almost the same exact COC. (laughs) We've just morphed our code of conduct. It's just the way that I've rolled in gaming for a long time in guild leadership. And we don't boast about being guild leaders, but we've run a lot of guilds and communities before, which is why we feel very comfortable in doing so. Um, even though, it, you know, every day it presents as challenges. But at the time, I was a relatively newer guild leader and I was uh, helping a couple other guys run the old Republic Dads. Now, Jibs was right. We did have a call for uh, somebody to come and help us out with some graphic art and stuff like that. But what he failed to mention is that when he when he came to us, it sounded a little bit differently than he said it. It sounded more like, hey guys, I can do some graphic work. I can do graphic work. Is there any way that I can do some graphic work for Old Republic Dads and maybe I can help you a little bit? And we kind of went... <laughs> Yeah, no problem, dude. You can help us. But first, this is Sparta! And that was kind of how we got him to understand that this is the real deal, bro. This is the majors. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Jibs and I became colleagues at that point, and then very slowly but surely... um, we morphed the Old Republic Dads into Mog Nation, which was massive online gaming nation. And we did really good. We had a lot of fun running that multi-game community. And uh, Jibs became my right-hand man for a long time. And that's how our friendship really fostered. So, and then we ended up doing this. And this was like doing the Lore Seekers after being on hiatus from doing a couple shows and our lives kind of went in different directions and we hooked back up figuratively, okay April figuratively, we hooked back up <laughs> to do this 
to play this game together. Like, I, I'll never forget when that whole thing happened. I think we started talking again. And I was like, dude, have you played ESO lately? Because it will blow your freaking mind. And we ended up, he's right, like two weeks later. And I remember having the conversation of, so do you want to do a show? Dude. Can we talk about that? Yeah, I really Can want to. Can we talk to. about the landscape at the time? Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's, see, let's see, I was a, thinking the same thing. This is why I love this man. <laughs> because I was literally thinking about the same thing. Jibs, you go. Alright, so here's the deal. We have this conversation, and we're like, we want to do something different. Because there was two shows on at the time. There was Tales of Tamara, which has been around for about four years at the time. And then there was Elder Scrolls Off the Record, and which is now defunct. And these these were really the two only shows we've been holding it up for, you know, a long time. Other shows had come and gone. If you go and search Elder Scrolls podcast, you'll see them. They're, they were there and they were gone. But nothing new had come to this place in a very, very long time. And we had this conversation like, we let's do something different. And just where, where do people meet? Where do they congregate? And Cash is like, <laughs> where, Cash? Where, where do they meet? Uh, on Tinder? Swipe left. Is it left or right? It's swipe right, dude. Okay. Clearly I've been I married 20 Tinder. years and I know it's swipe right. Well, you know. I'm faithful! You know, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're fa- <laughs> <laughs> I'm faithful to my wife, I swear to God. <laughs> what a bunch of dicks in chat. <laughs> Quick caveat, I'm faithful. But uh, no, we, we decided we wanted to do something different and we wanted to build it within a tavern. And we didn't want to do sound bites that were just music. We wanted it to be an experience. So the whole thought was, let's bring Elder Scrolls to the listener. So if you'll notice, from the beginning of time, every single bumper... Every single NPC that we've had on this show has been something that could happen to you that you could see, that you could hear while you are in an Elder Scrolls tavern. And then it's just like we started our show and it's just from there it's just been awesome. You know? Like from our perspective, I mean, of course it's, you know, ESO reached out rather quickly. And uh, one thing after another. But back then, when before we started, it was very different. Now look at the podcasting sphere. We just had another show launch this week, Brothers of Tamriel. Two shows in the, in the last month Yeah, have this, launched. This, yeah. And let's, Anyone know a rule of thumb? Let's shout, them out. let's shout them out real quick. Yeah. So Wanderers uh, of Tamriel have launched, yep. which is it's yep. a super fun show. And then the Brothers of Tamriel. It's the Brothers of Tamriel, correct? Yeah. The Brothers of Tamriel just launched. Today. Yes. From uh, Rumber. He's a streamer. Yeah. And um, and his brother. And I don't, I don't want to steal your topic, but man, it's... How refreshing is it to watch new talent come in and folks that want to contribute to what's going on in Elder Scrolls Online to the hype. I mean, Elder Scrolls Online is on fire right now yeah and and has been for several several months i mean at least now 
so to watch all these folks come up and, and we remember when um when Kyle Dempster started his show. Yeah. And yep. look at Kyle now. He's freaking killing it. He's killing yep. it. And if I mean you want to talk about a solid quality human being, Kyle is freaking amazing as a human, which is a reason to go watch his stuff and support Kyle. But there's look at all the other shows. I mean, Tales of Tamriel has had this has had a beautiful revival. And they're doing amazing. Unfortunately, we lost Elder Scrolls off the record. I think that's just because things change in their lives. And Ivarwin had some, you know, some real life changes happening. He's having a baby and some other stuff. And his focus changed. But we have had way more shows pop up and start to sprout and just absolutely thrive than we've had shows leave. We've only had one, one show leave. Uh, Sons of of Sithis I haven't seen in a little while but I mean for the most part we are having shows pop up all the time and when Jibs and I came into the picture we literally texted the like messaged the other shows like uh, we would like to do a show and we don't want to step on any toes and you know we did that kind of respects we, we totally tried to pay our respects behind the scenes and we got the same reception. The, well, now let's be real. I got the same reception from Agelos on Tales of Tamriel. I didn't hear shit from the other show <laughs> that was out at the time. So I have no problem saying that because that is the absolute friggin' truth. But uh, I will never say a bad word about other said show. And I will always give my love to Agelos and Tales of Tamriel because of the welcome that we got. And like, no, dude, let's do this. You know, the more, the merrier. Yep. And now look at the landscape for the Elder Scrolls Online. It is incredible, you guys. There's so many amazing shows out there. Listen to all of them. You want to talk about having a week packed with lore and enthusiasm for the game that you love and, and for the franchise that you love? Now is the time. Absolutely. Well, I think that's a perfect time and a perfect place to wrap up the question part. Now, you have a small lore lesson put together, don't you? I do have a lore lesson. This one's kind of special. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I I was not allowed to know what this lore lesson was. Uh, he refused to, to, to share the details, so uh, I'm just going to step back and uh, let you do your little spell. Whoa! Blammo. That one kind of got my nuts. Yeah, that's right. Backfires. That's what happened. Payback's a bitch. So, uh, there's a little pun here. This is lore lesson 69, dude! <laughs> is, it, is it really? <laughs> this oh, is shit. Sparta! You had one job. Totally the wrong one. One job. You know, if you're going to be that guy. <laughs> that was totally the wrong sound. <laughs> Is it really Lore Lesson 69? It is Lore Lesson freaking 69. Yeah. Did, did we just did we just plan that? Well, we, we did 68 that. last week, so it kind of makes sense. That's hilarious. I know. Okay, well, I'm just going to let you um you just you just, chat's doing all kinds of whispery giggles. I don't know why, it's just a number. Anyway, continue. 
Oh, okay, thanks. All right. Anyway, this was this was a very special. This one was kind of a surprise for Jebs because I knew he'd kind of dig it. It's not a super long lore lesson, but it kind of captures the spirit of what Lore Seekers is all about and has been about from the very beginning. So we kind of thought it would be appropriate to detail some of the coolest taverns in Tamriel oh. this week. Nice. Yes. Okay. Mm. Right. So it's good. Honestly, the truth is taverns in the Elder Scrolls Online are all over the place, but somehow we forget the history and the lore that they are packed with. Yeah. Brewers and innkeepers serve drinks and food. Bards serenade patrons next to crackling fires. Adventurers rest their weary feet and celebrate their victories. Lore books adorn the shelves, and in some, seedy types await meetings with smugglers and assassins. That is the world of Elder Scrolls, and that's why we freaking love it so bad. There is no doubt that the taverns in Elder Scrolls are hidden. Little tiny overlooked hives of activity. So let's explore some of, and I know this for a fact because I've heard him talk about them, Jibs and I's favorite taverns. First one is the Overlook Inn. This one is found in First Hold in Aradon. On the east end of town, you can find the Overlooked Inn atop the bluff, appropriately overlooking a small river fed by the Abation Sea. You can find several first Oridon marines standing around the fire in the tavern and even a piece of paper with a poem. The literary work entitled Ode to Oridon can be found on a table and it reads Yay, y'all married to me. <laughs> of all the lands in the Somerset Isles, Oridon she outshines them all. With her marble halls and towering spires, her beauty surpassed them all. From vocal guard to the first among holds, her strength outstrips them all. In shadowed glade and quiet ruin, her calm surprises all. In steel and ship and flopping fish, her coin outtrades them all. With beauty and wit and subtle grin, her queen is best of all. Hell yeah. Motherfucking right. Anyway, so th this is all about first hold for uh, for for starters. First hold, if you don't know, makes sense the name of first hold because it was the first stronghold that was captured and held on the island of Aradon by the Aldmer when they made their first transition across the sea. First hold. That's why it's called first hold. Fun fact. Little tip. Don't forget to read the bookshelves and taverns. Very frequently, you can find a skill book that permanently increases one of your skills instantly. Such as lockpicking, weapon skill lines, crafting lines, armor lines, and such. They can all be boosted. Don't forget. And that's your ESO 101 for... <laughs> Right. There's more. So, There's some more. Oh, there is. Yeah, okay, I've got. Man, this is kind of an all over the place lore lesson, but I've kind of put in some other stuff too. Okay. The next one is Cash's personal favorite because I have a pretty big love for the Bosmer. This one is called, very wittingly, 
the Outside Inn. This is located in Elden Root in Grotwood. The Outside Inn can be found near the southeastern entrance of the Great Tree in Elden Root. The inn is constructed of Bosmeri-style pods, which are dwellings formed from trees. A bard, Fasana, plays the lute and sings for patrons under the employ of Fradion the innkeeper. There's an upper-level hut which houses several sleeping spaces for travelers passing through. Inside the inn, seated on a chair eating a fresh loaf of bread, you'll find Molamiel. She's a dainty female Bosmer. She seems to know that you've been through a lot in your travels because she will often greet you with some very welcoming words. She says, Put your weapons down and unwind. All that, whatever it is you do, it's got to be a big source of stress. The reason I put this in there is because one of the biggest traits that the Bosmer are known for is their welcoming hospitality. True that. Good pull. Little fun fact here, a Bosmer pod home, like we were talking about, the one that this particular tavern is made out of, is magically grown by a Bosmeri pod singers who persuade the Valenwood trees to grow into habitable homes. Homes in, Va- in Valenwood are grown, not constructed, due to the Bosmer's green pact with their chosen god, Euphrae. The Green Pact does not allow for the harming of the forests of Valenwood. Therefore, the Bosmer cannot cut down trees and use wood products in the traditional ways of Tamriel. Small side story, this is the reason for the five-year war in between the Khajiit and the Bosmer. (laughs) It's funny Jibs laughs because it is freaking hilarious what happened. The Bosmer follow the Green Pact. They cannot harm the forests of Valenwood. However, they can have wood imported from other places other than Valenwood to use for construction, crafting, and such. So they would have shipments that would come in from the outside into Valenwood, shipments of wood into Valenwood so they could use it. Well, the freaking Khajiit decided to start using bandits to steal those wood shipments and royally pissed off the Bosmer and they ended up in a war (laughs) for five years against each other because of it and it was a freaking vicious war and we have covered it in a previous lore lesson the five year war look it up if you're interested on our site okay moving on the Silver Moon's Inn this is at the Bandari trading post in Malabal Tor Good one, yeah. Yes. One of this one's very favorite regions in the game. When I say this one, I mean me. I freaking love Malabaltor. It is amazing. It is home to the Silver Moons Inn, a quaint little Khajiiti-style tavern located on the west side of the Bandari trading post. Inside, you'll find a chef, an innkeeper, a brewer, all that will assist you with your basic supply needs, including selling of your own acquired items. But leaning against the wall in the tavern, you'll find an orcish patron by the name of Gulagash Graogruk. She's quite the ornery adventurer, and apparently she's for hire. She'll say this to you. No caravans, no kids. Protection is extra. Want me to kill an orc? It'll cost you more. 
but I'll kill elves for free. <laughs> I laughed. Extensively. Oh, that's awesome. Right. Little fun fact. All of the taverns and inns of Elder Scrolls Online are adorned with a cooking fire where you can activate your provisioning skills as long as you've brought your crafting supplies with you. Subscribe to ESO Plus. It's worth it. Anyway, there's that little fun fact. The next one is the Sisters of the Sands Inn. This is at Faharjad's Palace in Sentinel. Near the bridge to King, to King Faharjad's Palace in the city of Sentinel is the Sisters of the Sands Inn. The ornate inn and tavern is designed for, for the regal style of the Red Guards of Alakir. Attached to the famous inn is a second bar known as the Frozen Palms Tavern. Within the Sisters of Sands Inn, a parchment can be found regarding a certain scholar of local history and lore. The parchment reads, The esteemed Padim, Sentinel's all-knowledgeable scholar of history and lore, has been taken from the streets. Anyone with news of his whereabouts should notify lawful and just parties with all possible haste. So the story behind this. Paul Dean, a Red Guard historian, is being held captive by bandits in the ruins of the lost city of Natobantu. He's the main non-player character in the quest called Secrets of the Lost City in which the player helps rescue him and works to gain access to the lost knowledge of his ancestors. So it goes to show some of the other things that you can find in a tavern. You can find clues to quests that you might pick up in the region. Fun fact. As a player in the Elder Scrolls Online, an apartment attached to the Sisters of the Sands Inn is available for purchase for 12,000 gold. That's friggin' nothing. After completing the quest, a friend in need. If you're not into questing, that's fine. You can still purchase the apartment for 640 crowns, unfurnished, or 800 crowns, furnished, totally worth it, from the crown store without completing the quest. Now, our very favorite. Yeah, maybe my number two, but still, our very favorite. We've been here a lot. Oh, I hope. Any guesses, Jibs? The freaking Rosie Lion Inn. Yes, the Rosie That's Lion Inn. my tavern. In Glen Umbra, Daggerfall. This oh, is man. collectively the personal favorite of both Jibs and I. Besides our own tavern in our own, you know, for our own killed. That's right. The Rosie Lion is, another, is none other than our favorite. This is a three-story Breton-style tavern. Very charming, very unassuming, given its patrons. People from all walks of life can be found in the Rosy Lion Inn, which is one of the reasons we love this hub so much. There's always players in the Rosy Lion. So it doesn't matter who you are, you're always welcomed at this particular tavern. Adventures of all kinds are found celebrating with bards. The Lion Guard is in there drinking. There's merchant and townsfolk. A room sits off to the side of this tavern, obtainable for free by the player completing a quest. And it just happens to be the name of the same quest, a friend in need. 
Now, also in this tavern, the Undaunted Guild has a chapter here and boasts of their victories while looking for new recruits. One of the main members of the Undaunted found in the Rosy Lion is a super good-looking Breton female by the name of Lady Blade. She's quite an experienced dungeoneer, and she can point you in the direction of several of her favorite dungeon delves, including Wayrest Sewers and Darkshade Caverns. In Wayrest, she will reveal that that is her home. Lady Blade can also be found at the Undaunted Enclave outside of Wayrest. She's also, I did not know this one, she's found inside Sanctum Ophidia, the trial, where she will offer you merchant services. Little fun fact. It's my personal feeling that there is a little bit of a hidden adult joke from the developers at Zenimax Online Studios. Because you can buy Lady Blade a drink at the Rosy Lion for the cost of 69 gold. 69th lore lesson. This one was definitely going to be put in. Is that a sexual nod? I'm pretty much thinking so. But buying her a drink for 69 gold counts towards the achievement this one's on me in which the player buys a drink for an undaunted companion in each of the 15 alliance zones including cold harbor this achievement unlocks the ability for you to purchase the undaunted mug which is a decoration for your home i think it's like a thousand gold to get that once you unlock it so no matter who you are or where you've been, there is always a good time to be had in a local tavern in Tamriel. So have a seat, rest your weary feet, order up a round. As a matter of fact, buy a round for the house because it's bound to start a conversation and invite new friendships just as, this ha as it has provided for Jibs and Cash and the Lore Seekers. Ah. Uh... That was good. You did good. Is you did your whiskey good. kicking in? No, I don't have whiskey. Because your nose is I red. Water. I wanted to stay sharp. That was good. That makes good one finish. of us. Nice finish on the end there. Thanks, buddy. That was good. All right. Wow. That was good. Good job. All right, friends. Well, we hope you enjoyed this I guess second uh, version, second episode of the Twitch Tavern here at Lore Seekers. Uh, it's again, it's been a while, so we hope you liked it. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you know, wherever wherever you're listening from, we hope that you leave us a review. And if you did enjoy it, well, for every five star review that we get on iTunes, we give you a shout out and we read your review live on the show. First one up we got is. A.R. Smokin' from the USA says, I consider myself a giant nerd, Ditto. especially at work. No one I work with shares my interests. So when I found this show, my time at work became so much more bearable. Thank you, Jibs and, and Jabs, <laughs> for an amazing show. <laughs> yes, I know it's cash, but I'm weird, okay? <laughs> Does that mean I talk a lot? Oh, I don't know, but it's, I think it's because you throw a lot of jabs in my face. <laughs> um, Midnight8742 from the USA says, Hi, guys. Midnight here. First and foremost, I want to thank you, too, for creating a safe and welcoming community that anyone can join. 
I have, I've never joined a more helping group of individuals. I've been, been fortunate to play with the PS4 chapter. I want to thank our great admin staff for the guidance they show each day. Never separate, Night Eternal, E-Rob, Aaron Bryn, Dr. Professor, always going above and beyond. Lastly, I want to thank my great friend, Aren't You Special, a.k.a. Special, for always being helping me test my builds. She is the cash to my jibs. I've enjoyed every minute we played together. Lastly, congratulations on completing VMA. Oh, my God. Midnight? There's so many things right there that make me want to cry. Well, and I'm in that mode right now. Oh, shit. Thank you, Midnight, so much. Thank for you, Midnight. Me. That was really it. sweet. Yeah, it was really sweet. And thank you all so much. Again, AR Smoking, thank you. Uh, Shout-outs. I have a shout-out. Okay. Yeah. I want to shout-out Artemis from the Lore Seekers Guild. It's for a very simple reason. Artie, you have come a really long way as a player, for sure. And now watching you tank veteran content with your freaking badass tank is amazing. So I just want to thank you for being persistent and being an awesome human being and just being willing to help and try new things and be open to learning. And I just think that you're doing a kick-ass job and I want to thank you very much. So just a quick shout out from Jibs and I for being a kick-ass member. Thank you. Agreed. I mean, I remember when she started tanking. We ran one of the first dungeons when she was doing it with her. That was, look how far. That's awesome. Good, Good job. Uh, all right, call us, 765-382-6961. We'll be bringing back your voicemails next week and emails, so uh, get them in. You can also email us, lowseekerspodcast at gmail.com. And if you're looking for a guild, a community where you can meet Elder Scrolls fans, Elder Scrolls Online players from all over the globe, well, you should check our check out our guild, lowseekerspodcast.com forward slash, forward slash guild. You know, really we should say community that has a guild because that's really what it is. You can download Discord, join our Discord server, and apply by typing slash apply and apply to Guild Channel. You can follow the show wherever podcasts are free. If it's a free podcast app, we will most likely be there. For even more Lore Seeker content, check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Lore Seekers. We always post our episodes there as well. And uh, our official website, www.loreseekerspodcast.com. Cash? If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow Jibs at I like to mix whiskey. Um, oh, that's not it. Sorry, it's at Jibs IRL. <laughs> you can follow Cash at Lore Seeker Cash or at Titty Bouncers, and the cash is with a K. Uh, most importantly, you can follow us on the show on Twitter. We are at Lore Seekers Cast. At Instagram, we are at Lore Seekers, and right here at home on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Lore Seekers Podcast. Disclaimer, this is the first time I didn't F that up. You did good. You did good. It's like completing VMA. Well, everybody, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being a part of the episode. Stay safe, stay awesome, and be good to someone this week. Every day. Set that up for yourself. Every single day, be good to someone. We love you. Dilly dilly. Oh, you got to... No, I'm doing it! Dilly, dilly! Dilly, dilly! Ah, there it is. I get you.